Hello everybody and welcome to episode 5 of Full Throttle Refueled, the Octane.gg weekly roundup of all things Rocket League Esports. I'm Not Blonde Monkey and joining me today are Sigmoid. Hello. And Andy. Hi. So this week was, well, okay, so technically last week, but also this week because of when we recorded it. So we had the big, big news of Epic Games acquiring Psyonix as a whole, which is like, you know, buying out the whole company. Um, we had the wrapping up of RLCS League Play and subsequently the, the release of the brackets for RLCS Regionals. But I mean, the big news this week, Epic Games acquiring Psyonix. What, this was just like, it was such an out of nowhere announcement. I mean, it was, wait, if I get the, if I quickly get, get if I get the announcement up, um, it was, uh, yeah, it was just ridiculous stuff because it just came out of nowhere. Just like May 1st, Psyonix is joining the Epic family. Um, they had they released like a pretty bad Q&A, uh, which left a lot of the community wondering what was happening. So Steam, Steam reviews took a bit of a dive, although Valve's algorithm kind of prevented that from actually doing anything. But I mean, do you, Sigmoid, do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? Like, just like, yes or no? Yes. No, wait, which one's the bad one? No. Bad it's, is it's... no. Yes. <laughs> is okay, is it good or bad? Uh it's it's meh. Um uh for anyone who plays the game casually, it's not going to change much. Uh you you might decide to change platform. I doubt it's going to make a difference whether you play on Steam or Epic going forward because in a clarification I think they said they were gonna carry on Steam. Correct me. Yeah, yeah, they said that they'd still have support on Steam. So if you're a casual player it's fine. If you're a competitive player, uh suck it up. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like it, it could be, it could be so bad, but at the same time, it could be so good, because the, like ninety nine percent of the things that are wrong with that are like that are wrong with that have gone wrong with Rocket League as a whole over the last you know three four years, most of it can be attributed to they don't have enough staff members and they don't have enough money. Like that's not an excuse anymore. They've got this funding from this huge company. I mean, Andy, what do you what do you think of it? Do you think it's good or bad? It's uh, good. I hope. Well, uh, if if they do it right, then it's very yeah. very good. Uh, a lot. There's been a bit a lot of concern because Fortnite esports is pretty garbage. Because uh, Epic is not treated well, but I think that uh, Bionics will mostly control Rocket League. I think Epic Games just about like giving it support i guess yeah like what i'm hoping is rocket league esports stays exactly the same but with more money which i yeah. think so if you look at the q a uh what does this mean for the rocket league esports ecosystem we think this is a great move because it significantly increases our potential reach and resources so i mean what what i what i get from that is that they're excited because it means that there'll be more money and more people working in esports. <laughs> I don't think more people is going to help them, though. I mean, it's kind of ironic because I'm always the cynicist in here, but uh, Sonics haven't put on the best esports performance out of all the developers, and now they've partnered with a developer which is famous for killing off good esports. Now, people talk about Fortnite being their worst case. They somehow managed to kill off Unreal Tournament, which was like the tier one esport behind Counter-Strike and Quake in the mid-noughties. Hmm. I mean, I wasn't really, I wasn't really following esports back then. But I mean, the thing is with Fortnite is, 
it's just like it's not just the way they've handled the esport it's the way that they've handled the game in relation to the esport you know with the release of updates just before tournaments where it so it seems like the developers and the people running the esports team have absolutely zero communication yeah uh i, I don't know i feel like fortnite is better off as a casual game i don't yeah. know it, it wasn't really made for esports and i don't think they can uh ruin that for rocket league because yeah exactly because fundamentally yeah it's such a, a sort of an esports friendly game you can't like i the Infinity Blade, for example, that was added just before oh, a tournament yeah. that was oh, super yeah. overpowered. They're not going to do anything like that in Rocket League because yeah, you can't. Yeah, they can't. They're... They release a car that was, you know, really big, but that's that's pretty they much won't. what they can do in terms oh, of Or they'll make the top as really big and force LCS players to play on that day. <laughs> oh, hang on, so that already happened, right? That, nah, that yeah. was entertaining. You can't that say funny. that wasn't far. Didn't they ban Marky from using a fat cone? I'm pretty sure they did. Uh... That was, that was a very fun April Fool's Day. Although to be fair, the one this year was pretty cool with with the with the uh the, the bleat the redacted watercolor uh ranks. That was that was fun. Um so moving on from that now, we'll move over to the full throttle refueled recap. Um so this week in the in the sort of the RLCS ecosystem, uh we started off with our, the North American rival series where we had both Birds and the Bees and the Peeps securing their top two spots in the promotion tournament. Um, I mean, going into the season after the play-ins, I think a lot of people saw these teams being top two. And as well as that, the Peeps, they sort of overcome their bad start. Would you, would you agree with that? Like, they, that they, these two were definitely favourites. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can see it on the standings. They're quite far apart from everyone else in the league. Yeah. Uh, and one week before the end of the league, they're already both qualified for top two. So, yeah, I guess it's it's very deserved of them to get top two. Um. So. As well, so were there any Sigmoid? Were there any? Were there any like standout games this week in terms of, you know, securing respective spots or opening up teams as sort of paths into top two or top four? Uh, perhaps this was always going to be the game of the week going in, but uh, Embers versus RBG essentially decided who's going to have the advantage going into week five in the top four. So uh, Pittsburgh came in off a 3-0 uh, victory against Upper 90, kind of expected because Upper 90 have been flagging all season long. Yeah, ever since uh, they swept the peak. And then got stomped by RBG uh, mm-hmm. in, in a very convincing fashion if you ignore Game 2. Um, it, it wasn't like uh, Pittsburgh members weren't playing well either. It's just they, they had game two where they played incredibly well and then just weren't able to continue that for the rest of the series, which is a shame because, you know, maybe on another day they could be in the top four right now, but I guess not. Yeah, but I mean, like right now, the, the, the path for these teams to make top four, like it's completely open. All four, all afterthought Pittsburgh Embers and RBG and Plunge, they've all got immense sort of like they, they, they all have a very good chance of making top four. I'm not 100% sure on what the playoffs and on what the sort of the scenarios that each team needs, but 
obviously because they're they're three and two, Plot Twist and RBG are definitely in the driving seat because both of those teams can go five and two, which would secure it. Um, but at the same time, you've like if I, Plot Twist are playing against RBG, I think no, they're not actually. So both of those teams could go five and two independently, which obviously secures it. Um, the Embers against Plot Twist is going to be very interesting though, because if Pittsburgh win that, Pittsburgh uh, will be four and three. Plot Twist will be three and three. But you know, it's going to be it's going to be really exciting to see that on Friday. Moving over now to Europe, we had as a complexity fan, this was an incredible day. I was so happy at the end of it. Um, so going into this week, in order to have any chance at top two. Complexity needed whichever team out of ALG and Vikings. So whichever team won in ALG against Vikings, they need they also had to lose a series. And after so after ALG swept the Vikings, they then lost in a in, in an incredible series against Xenomoon. It was game four overtime. ALG had so many chances to win. If they win that overtime, ALG are top two. But Xenomoon won. And then Xenomoon also won game five, but I think it was 11 seconds left. They scored the only goal of the game. And that blows the race for top two completely open. And Complexity, who, where it looked like they had ruined their season with one bad day, they are, they're back in it. They've been handed a second chance. Um, but I mean, were there, like, but obviously, you know, that's got to be the standout game for me. Um, but like Vikings, Almost going 0-3 today. Their season is pretty much... They can't finish top two, but they can finish top four. Um, so the top two scenarios for this week are... So the three teams who are in it are ARG, Complexity, and Xenomoon. Complexity, who are playing against Xenomoon and Viking, can't, go, can't lose more than two games. So they have to go 6-2 and two or better. Xenomoon have to go 6-1 and one or better against Complexity and against Baguette Squad, and then ALG just have to hope that neither of those things happen. And it's also, like, short... Th- I think this is the first season where... A, four, a first season for a while where a four and three teams made top two. Is this... Does this just show how close this league is? Uh, either how close or how badly a team can perform on the given day. Because com- complexity could be four, four and one, three and two right now, and there there would be no question about who could be ending up in top two. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, like in in most other scenarios, complexity yeah. is almost in, definitely in, in, four in, and in, one. in literally any other scenario, complexity is locked in or or not even locked in top four, potentially facing relegation. But as the look of the draw goes, it's all up in the air. Yeah, exactly. Um, no. but I mean, this is good. Like looking at the table, it's it's almost definitely like every single spot is going to come down to day- game differential. Other than Veloce just destroying everybody in first, but so we'll see Veloce in the promotion relegation tournament, and then we'll find out on Friday who joins them. I am beyond excited. That first series is huge because if so, if complex, so for example, if complexity sweep that. If complexity sweeps Xenomoon, all they have to do is beat Vikings and they make top two. And their, you know, their disaster season all of a sudden is back on track. They're back in the promotion tournament and with a big shot against, you know, a struggling mouse sports and an inconsistent Bricks team. 
to actually just make that jump back up to RLCS. So yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be great. Uh, moving on now, the the North American RLCS. Uh, we had, so the big stories were a so it was basically Rogue pulling off a miracle escape into the top six, and then Evil Geniuses losing the deciding match against Ghost to somehow end up bottom two after their you know their landmark signing, the cross region player. Is this what what does this mean for these sort of these big cross region transfers? Are we going to see any more of them? Uh, I think people might take uh, be more careful because it's it is risky. Uh, I don't know. It feels weird because I don't think Drip has like ever really played with them because you know they don't. I guess NA West servers, but mm. I think yeah. The move was maybe a bit weird. Maybe they were like, oh, Chiefs got fourth. Maybe hmm, we can... It's it's not like Drippy was the one underperforming, though. Like, if yeah. EG's going to change a player again, it's going to be one of the other two. Uh, I haven't been paying mm -hmm. particular attention to the stats, but, you know, Classics or Corrupted G better be watching their backs as they go into the the uh, playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Drip, if they get relegated, that's going to be a that's going to be a disaster for this team. Because they, they make this huge transfer, and then not only do they not make land, they they could potentially be in the rival series. But I mean, looking back, looking back, going back over to the top two, we had uh, NRG and G2. G2 going 6-1 and one again for, I think, the fourth se like the, the th either the third or fourth season in a row. Um, C9 ending up 4-3 and three, uh, after their loss to Space Station last week, and then they lost in NLG and G2. That G2 versus Cloud9 series. Andy, what did you make of that one? That was that was a great one to watch. That was a, uh, a very exciting series, uh, with G2 taking two quick ones. Well, really tight games all around. Uh, every single game being a one-goal game. And uh, so G2 take two quick games, and then C9... They take game three and then a fairly long overtime on one and a half minutes game four, a high scoring game. We also had, I'm pretty sure, I think it was in the game four, we had Squishy's ridiculous double tap. Goal of the season, pretty much no doubt. I mean, like the most ridiculous angle I've ever seen to, you know, bring C, help bring C9 back into the series at 2 1 down. Squishy I mean, doesn't just, know what a ridiculous angle is. Yeah. So just, someone's going to have to explain insane. that to him and land. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, so that means that the regional bracket... So for North America, we've got the regional bracket of Cloud9 against Space Station in the sort of upper bracket match, Ghost against Rogue in the lower bracket match, the loser of the first one plays the winner of the second one, and then that's where the last land spot comes in. Um, mean, here's the kicker. Space Station could beat Cloud9 for the second time of the season and still end up with the fourth seed. Well, either the fourth seed doesn't really make that much. It's not really that. It's I don't true. think it's going to be that big a deal now with the new format. <laughs> Certainly, yes. If this was the the old format where they'd have to play an extra series, that would be you know pretty bad for them. But at the end of the day, it's uh, that <laughs> it, it's not. We 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 haven't seen the seeding no. plan yet, but it's going to be. I don't think it'll make that much of a difference. Yeah, all that really matters is making land. That's the, your very first priority. Yeah, true. Like especially for a new team like Space Station, because we could potentially have three. Yeah, we could potentially have three promoted teams 
going to land, which is insane. Um, we've got one already in Barcelona, and then uh, Triple Trouble and Space Station are both in that upper bracket match, so they've got two chances to make it. And I can see both of them doing it. Um, but yeah, so we'll come back to the playoffs later. Moving over to the promotion relegation tournament. Um, so we've got EG against uh, the Peeps in the first round. I, we, I've seen I've seen Rettles going off on Twitter. Um, uh, I remember Rettles. So Rettles made an account. So Rettles made a Peeps account called at Peeps RLRS, and then he also made an account called at Peeps RLCS. And the the bio is reserving this for when we four O classics, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but I, I love it. I love it. I love this sort of, this smack talk, especially against classics of all people against classics i mean he is the sort of father of trash talk so to see something like that against him that series is going to be great um and then we've also got splice against birds and the bees do you see do you see either rl getting promoted and if so which one or uh birds and the bee well um actually yeah probably the birds and the bees because we know they can beat Peeps, and Splice has fallen flat at literally every hurdle yeah. in the main, uh, in the RLCS. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, 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 th- I feel like the Peeps are the stronger team than Birds and the Bees, but they they generally don't do so good under pressure, and that could really come back to haunt them. I think, but the pro- here's the problem. Um... So we've got evil geniuses who, you know, everyone is saying, you know, they're safe. They're definitely going to survive. We, everyone said the same thing about complexity last season. And look where they ended up. They, they're, they're in danger of missing out on the promotion tournament this season. So it could go horribly wrong for EG. It just depends how they sh- if they show up or not. I have faith that they will. Yeah, it's going to be that promotion relegation tournament is going to be really big. Yeah, I... It's uh, it's difficult to see. I I I can't really see EG going down, but you know, complexity did last season, so of course it can happen. But uh, it's going to be a very very special if they. I mean, at any time there. someone started drama with EG or EG started someone, EG have ended up losing the game pretty much. Not, you know, ninety percent of the time. Not always. There was the really big one, which was oh, when geez. they uh. Yeah, the Chiefs match at Landon, which they won in Game Five. That was a. I thought that, that was, was where it all sort of started. That that was Chiefs. Chiefs won it. Oh yeah. Ignore me. Uh yeah, yeah. You're you're right. I um yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's change the subject. Moving over to Europe. Uh, so we had a a a, a day of league play where every single series was three one. Um, which was which was great for my uh, for my meme predictions on the Liquipedia predictions where uh, where I had a, a sort of like a mini second account where I predicted every single series to be three one, so you know that was a good day. Um, Vitality beat Mouse after a bit pretty scary start, and then so we had the two battles, the battle for top two between Barca, PSG, Triple Trouble, and TSM. And the battle for survival between the Bricks and Dignitas. Somehow, both Bricks and Dignitas managed to beat TSM before Dignitas then beat the Bricks in the in the crucial series. Despite the quite ridiculous ten-one victory in Game Three of the Bricks, where Cuxir secured uh, striker of the season, which was a 
that was pretty interesting, especially given that Dignitas then won the next game uh, without conceding. And then in the battle for top two, so obviously TSM got knocked out of it with their two losses, Barcelona 3-1 in triple trouble and PSG, um, which makes them the first RLCS team, uh, the first promoted team to go straight to the world championship, whereas triple trouble will have to fight for their spot for their bid to become the second or possibly third, depending on how Space Station do uh, in the in the playoffs this weekend. I mean, there were there were some really there was some really big games. I mean, I think there's one that final series, Sigmoid. Would you say that was the best one, the Dignitas against Bricks? That final series was great. Uh, my uh, my concern about Dignitas is uh, were they just having a good day that day, or have they been sandbagging all season just to come back in week five and win the playoffs? That would be pretty funny. They just, they sandbag the entire season, and now they just don't lose another. Series. I mean, it's the sort of thing I could see Turbo convincing the team to do. <laughs> That's but, true. Uh... <laughs> oh god, if that if that actually happened, that would be uh, that would be very interesting. They just come. They just randomly just win land. I, I wouldn't be surprised actually if they won the. There's still there's still have so much talent, and you can't say because uh, of UK or something they don't have. Yeah. Chem- they won Leipzig. I don't know. I don't really have a good explanation on how they did so badly early in the season, but they rallied. Uh, they were actually in a team house the last week. Yeah, so... I've seen that. So that might be that might be the fit. That might be their solution. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, Valentina said, uh, wait, what was it? I'll, I'll try to find the tweet real quick. Uh, yeah. I guess we play better sitting next to each other so I can give Turbo Pulse yeah. some belly taps. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely seems accurate given that it's Turbo we're talking about. Is yeah. is this the start of uh, like a, a team house revolution though? Like, it's, it, it's worked in the past for StarCraft, even though that's a solo game. Um, for uh, also uh, going back to going back to Gfinity because Endpoint, back when they were a thing in in Gfinity season one and two, they had a team house, and that worked clearly worked well for them because they were an underdog team and they came first in season one and second in season two. So, I mean, it it clearly works. It's just a big investment from the org. Yeah. Uh, which, which could be, you know, completely ruined in the case, which it probably would have been if Complexity had done that, in, you know, in, in five weeks. And just bang, that's it. Uh, sorry, you're in the second division now. But don't EG have a house? Or, because, you know, Drippe lives I think they, with EG. Yeah, because I think Drippe lives with EG, but he has. I don't, I don't know if they will play with I actually think. I don't don't trust me on this, but I think corrupted is also in that house because it said something about Drippy. I remember it's an office space. Um, I think it's they they all play from an office space. I think EG being one of the, the well established organizations, we're, we're probably one of the most likely to have a team house out of those NATs. Yeah. Um. So. Moving, so we'll we'll move back to the to the EU playoffs shortly, but moving over to to Gfinity, so Australian league play. Uh this was a crazy week. I mean, it it, it was going. I mean, it, it was going. I think pretty standard uh, with the games. Justice three one over Edge. One and E three zero over Edge. 
1NE31 over Emprox, Esper 30 over Emprox, Icon 30 over Esper. You know, pretty standard stuff. And then out of, out of order, just come out of nowhere and just sweep Renegade, you know, just casual. They concede two goals in the entire series. Sweet, easy. What went wrong for what went wrong for the newly signed yeah the, for the newly signed boys? Uh, I don't know org pressure. I, I it's it's hard to explain away. Um, like even I mean, me tra- even me trying to rationalise it is difficult, and I, I normally find a way still, of doing it. They're still almost they're still pretty much guaranteed top four, so it could have been that yeah. little bit of complacency given that out of order have been struggling in league play. They've got this new org backing them. They're 4-0. and Maybe they've just got a bit cocky. Uh, I mean, if they were cocky, I'd expect to see more shots up, but they mm. they managed to get like a grand total of 12 shots over the series. Yeah, I think... Uh, well, from what I saw in the pre out of actually pretty decent, and they had a horrible week one. Uh, I, I'd say I'm surprised it was a sweep, but I'm not. I'm not shocked that they beat Renegades. Yeah. Of course, it's a surprise, but it's they've not... done it before. Yeah, didn't they win one gauntlet? Or... They they won yeah, one they gauntlet won by gauntlet yeah, sweeping in Chiefs. Sweep. Yeah, that was fun. So, what what's happening to? Oh, I've got to call them Renegades now. This is going to be painful. <laughs> So if if Renegades can for some reason just turn off for I don't know three games at a time, why why is that happening? I I feel like they've they've played well enough in the rest of league play to justify me saying that I think they will still win the Oceanic region. I think they are still the best team. This is just one upset. It, I mean, it happens. It happened. It, it's happened to Cloud Nine two seasons in a row against FlyQuest last season and Space Station this season. So I think it's just, it, it, they just ha- teams can just have off days. And because in Rocket League, the teams are so close to each other, it's just, you know, if you're not quite 100%, you're just going to get punished. And I think Out of Order have worked out how to punish, uh, how to punish Chiefs and now Renegades. Anyway, moving on. We've got our final RLCS region, which is South America. Um, this was a, a pretty pretty eventful last week. We had Lotus, who have been, you know, they they were they weren't looking great this season against the other against sort of the rest of the big four, but they came out strong, even though they got swept by Rhodium at the end of the day. The the three two win against against Ints is huge, um, especially after Ints took the win at ESL Brazil, which we'll come back onto later. Um, so the with so the with the standings now complete, we've got Erodium. So in this order, the top six seeds who go into the playoffs: Erodium on six and one, Loki on six and one, losing out on that first seed by one game. Ints on five and two, Lotus also on five and two, Orchid on three and four, as in they beat the three teams below them and got smashed by the four teams above them. Uh, Cryptic on one and six barely making top six by one game, and then G-Factor and Fantasy Death, seventh and eighth, not making playoffs. I mean, the big series this week for me was that Lotus winning in game five. Showed that Lotus have still got it. They won the the, the South American LAN, the South American Championship Series, and then it looked like they had peaked there. Um, But, you know, they came out strong this week. They'll play, 
they which means that they play against Orchid in the first round of the playoffs, uh, with the winner playing Erodium. They're still four seed, but that win will give them confidence, I think. Is this could who which out of these teams do you see making top two, which is RLCS LAN? Erodium. Yeah, Erodium and Loki. They seem like although that Ints, so we'll come back to it later, but Ints did manage to beat Loki in ESL Brazil. So you, you never know. It's it's a it's pretty close read. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's just so open between those top four. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know too much about Orchid. Do you think they have a chance? They've like, they've definitely got an outside chance, but I mean, they are, it's effectively right now, in there's a top four, there's a bottom three, and then there's Orchid. They're sort of that middle team um, where they could potentially cause some upsets, but I, I wouldn't expect it. I My expectation for them is definitely them losing in fifth to sixth, as well as Cryptic. I bring it back to Wentz, you, you could well be right. They, the only reason they're playing from 30 is because they lost 2-3 to Erodium and then they lost 2-3 to Low-Key. There's, there's every yeah. chance they do make these, this LAN. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my prediction, I think it's going to be Erodium and Ints. Um, that if, as provided Cryptic don't manage to upset Ints, Ints will then move on to play Low-Key, which that's probably just going to decide it because that whoever loses that has to make the lower bracket run, whereas the winner only has to win one more series. Andy, oh wait, who who hasn't answered yet? On, on what? On who, okay, Andy, who's making top two South America? It, it's like, it's so open between the top four teams, and it's, you know, you can make it easy and say Erodium and Loki since they're top two, but I'm just going to say... Yeah, I believe in Ints as well. Just hoping that, uh, you know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be rooting for Lotus, but I think they've still got a lot to prove after that three, after getting three owed by Lotus. And I think how did they do? And then against Low Key, they also got swept. So aside from that Ints win, it's not looking good for them against the other big teams. But I'm definitely rooting for Lotus because they've been, they've been up at the top. They've been at the top of South America for so long. And right as, you know, an RLCS spot comes on the line, that's when it, it's, it feels so bad that, you know, that's when they start losing it. I feel like the court, like the first round might help with the second round, like this. Yeah. Ten pounds because momentum, Broccoli is very momentum based. So yeah, exactly. I think, uh, and since those four teams are so close, then it's pretty very open for an upset in the semifinals. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. So we'll, moving on now. So moving back to North America. So we've got G2 and NRG. They've already made LAN. Uh, so who's winning Cloud9 against Space Station? Sigmoid, who you got? I want Space Station to win again. Just to annoy everyone in NA, I want Space Station to win. <laughs> Uh, Andy, you gonna go with them join the space station hype train? Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the space station hype train. Uh, well, I'm definitely rooting for space station. You know what? Cloud Nine looked a bit shaky last week. Didn't win a series. Space station, they're taking it in seven. Um, the question is, who's joining them out of Cloud Nine, Ghost, and Rogue? Probably Cloud Nine. Uh, yeah, I have to say Cloud Nine. There as well. Although you never know. Like, imagine space station reverse sweep Cloud Nine. 
who are now tilted off the face of the earth and get swept by ghost. Oh, that's like a very specific set of results you've got there. That is, sure. that, that is why, the why not? Why not? That's the That is the leaked it, timeline. That's the oh god. Sorry, if I leak the script again. <laughs> sorry, um, Onyx. So yeah, sorry guys. Uh, uh, I've my leaky mouth. So I'm H my head. Uh, moving over to Europe. PSG against Triple Trouble. Uh, I've got Triple Trouble taking it. How many games? Oh, uh, I mean, assuming they don't pause the game as Tadpole's about to score. <laughs> don't worry, I haven't forgotten. Oh. Oh, no. uh, should be, I don't know, six games? Four, six two? Six games. I've got, I've got triple trouble sweep, 4-0. They, looked, they, they were dominant against PSG in league play. They were so dominant after they stopped being tilted off the face of the earth. So I've got them winning it in four. They would they're they're the better team. Andy, what about you? Uh I guess four two triple trouble. I'm gonna say that. Wow god, we're we're all completely agreeing on this. Uh so who's who's joined Triple Land from PSG, Dignitas and TSM? Dignitas is gonna win regionals, so uh, it's Dignitas, surely. Oh no. Is the the all right, so you're going Sigmund, you're going for the turbo theory. Yep. Andy? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say Dignitas as well. I think they they got a lot of confidence from that last week, and they're they're good. They're really good, and I think a TSM match. I mean, TSM could win that one if they uh, yeah, find I themselves have, again. I've got TSM making it because I think they they had they had their issues last week, but they can work on them. And with a coach like Jake there to help them out, I think they can overcome whatever barrier they faced last week, and they're gonna make land. Wait, didn't they only start losing after Jake joined, though? Yeah, no. Okay, well, we'll no, keep, no, no, we'll no, keep no, quiet about that, because that's sticking it on Jake no, when it's Jake not. Joined, Jake joined before the start of the season. Oh. Yeah, but they won E-League when Jake wasn't there. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. They won E-League, although they did look very good at the start. It just didn't look good this week. It's the only week where they haven't looked like the... May, to an extent against PSG as well, but I mean, it's the... At the beginning of the season, they looked like the clear second best team in in the European region, and last week they just won. So I think they can bring it back. I I definitely have faith in them. It's so um, weird looking at those two teams first and no wait second and third uh, last season, right? Yeah. And then and then now they're battling it out. Or uh, and you know looking at the league table, the two, the th sorry, the three land winners in the off season, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Yeah, only what a, a maximum of one of them can be at LAN, and one of them could be in RLC in RLRS next season. That's yeah, right. and also maybe none of them can be at LAN. Yeah, that's exactly. also a possibility. Mm -hmm. So that means we'll have probably have another LAN winner. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So moving on now from uh, moving on now to the to the full throttle refueled world tour. Um, we so we'll kick off with the Sagetti Esports Series qualifiers. Qualifier three saw uh, saw Nordovin sweeping Unique Stars in the final um, to to make the LAN, which should, you know it should be pretty good. Uh, so they're they're joining the two Bimbam teams of Dutch Bimbam, which is the former MCON roster of Mike Boyd, Jusses, and Tho, and We Don't Bimbam, which is Breezy, Chacron, and Virtuoso. Uh, and then the fourth qualifier, I believe, is happening right now. Um, 
Let me let me check, let me see the bracket. Let's start. Yeah, so it actually has already started. Um, so you know you got teams like Beget Squad. Who's... I'm assuming Team Ekazulu will be here. We got Espanol. Um, Unique Stars going for it again. Crazy Crew Esports Villarreal. Who's Who's AVX? Wait. I've I've never seen them before. AVX. They've just made is it semi-finals? Wait, is that Wait. semi-finals? Where? I don't think so. I think the bra- yeah, I think the bracket's bigger than you think it. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot bigger. Yeah, you know, teams like Lausanne, Echoes, um, Zelaboon, actually. That's that's surprising. Comrade Gaming, Getafe. So loads of really big, loads of you know these big near rival series and rival series teams coming out, which I think is great. Like having these quali- these online qualifiers for these teams to prove themselves. Get some offline experience. Get some high-pressure LAN experience. I think it's great. Um, speaking of, you know, high-profile, non-rival sort of series teams, we also had the next week of the, the second week of the Rocket Baguette Star League. Um, this time, the, the, the sort of the non-French teams managed to pick up some wins, although they were also against non-French teams. After last week, all four French teams beat all four of the invited international teams. So this week we had Monaco 3-1 in Lausanne, um, Nordevind sweeping WLF, Team Ekazulu sweeping Villarreal with two overtimes, and Liberate uh, winning 3-1 over Galactic Football, which, as you might remember, is two-thirds of the baguette squad. So, I mean, it's, it's looking, it's shaping up to be a really good season of this league. Uh, so it's top four head to playoffs, and then and then sort of the bottom four are out um so yeah so that that's shaping up to be good we had the the big offline event for this week was the esl brazil finals we thought we spoke about that earlier um we had a really close series between ints and loki three overtimes but eventually into the ones to take it four two could this have could this impact things going into the playoffs i mean we spoke about it a little but could this make Loki, you know, sort of nervous for facing, for, for most likely facing Ince again, Sigmoid. It's it's indicative that um, perhaps the game's going to be closer than maybe we initially thought. Uh, I mean, it's one-to-one in, like, the past, however long it's been. It, it, it'll be close regardless. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that, this hasn't close. affected my opinion much. Uh, you really can't read into the, the land versus online stuff. It, yeah, I mean it. It depends on what mentality Loki has. Like if uh, some people, after losing to them at land, would uh, some people would kind of fall flat, maybe in the playoffs. Just oof, this team is scary. But some others maybe like uh, want to take revenge, right? They want to. Yeah, just they'll be more fired up now. Yeah. To work on that to sort of work to be in specifically. Well, I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out on Sunday night. That's that's for sure. Indeed, it'll be a close series anyway. I think. Right. So moving on now into the other ESL, which was the ESL Masters Spain, which culminates in a in a in a land in an oh no, which actually culminates in an online finals. I thought that was an. Oh well. So some online league play featuring teams like you know ARG Barcelona, uh, although playing with a uh, with Mateos instead of uh, playing with Mateos instead of Alpha, 
you've got Villarreal, Crazy Crew, Getafe, a lot of uh, quite a lot of big name teams here. And it's only, I find it weird that it's only best of threes, but we had Barcelona actually going to game three overtime against against Fekix, which is Rubik's Boom Quick 13, Magics and Zombie. I mean, I've never heard of any of these players. Surely Barcelona should be having an easier time than game three, than a final game overtime. Uh, it's a it's a best of three. I wouldn't read into it. We'll find out later yeah. if, if you know Mateus is you know worse than we think. Well, I'm I'm I don't really understand the ruling here, but I don't know if we're going to talk about that with the uh, nationalities. Yeah, no. Because... So what? So effectively, what they've done is uh, so you it's they they judge it by residence. Um, so they, when they initially signed up, they signed up with Roken as their sub, uh, and they signed up and basically, uh, Roke, apparently Roken, because Roken permanently lives in Spain now, his nationality is, his residence is Spanish. So that's how they got away with the, with not having two out of three Spanish people. Alright. And then so they just you... swapped Alpha in. Yeah, that, that's slightly confusing. I, but Roken, I don't know. I've... We'll find out later blue... in another. Ed- we'll find out later in another edition of the World Tour. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll find that out later. Um. So we also had some. So we had Lausanne and Servette moving on to six and zero in the TCS Esports League. They've got another three weeks, and that takes place on Mondays uh, at six pm. Uh, we had another week of the Baltic Esports League, which so we had the fifth week. Professional bull chasers, we Ite, Backlit Boys, and Spectre all in the top four, uh, with Scavenge not far behind. They're looking to make the land finals. That takes place. Uh, so the next week of that is May 11th, which is Saturday. Um, and then we have another another sort another episode of the of the Yummy Cheeseman's Gauntlet. Um, so this was this was pretty 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 intense this week. Game seven between Renegades and Icon. Um, but the real big story, I think, this week was Manlet Chess Apparatus, uh, also known as Pawn. Uh, I think there's a very clear reason that name was then changed. Uh, <laughs> they they beat they beat one and E, and they beat Out of Order, who then went on to sweep to sweep Renegades. So, I mean, this is pretty big result for a non RLCS team, wouldn't you say? Uh, we have, I mean, Lurky. We there's no, I no previous results that I know of for him. Days, I think, was on Sif uh, when they played RLCS last season, and Wakrim was on Retirement Home or Legacy in the yeah. past. Uh, so we, we so know... these, I think, these guys almost made RLCS. They were a couple rounds off, and um... yeah, and the. RLOM qualifiers was a bit sketchy. Yeah, like... best of, mostly best of threes. But I mean, yeah. it was so Requiem was almost ended up on Justin. Last season he was on the Chimpwits, and he's basically almost always been a sub for the Chiefs, uh, mm-hmm. which he then for some reason I'm not sure why this is allowed. So after he got after they got knocked out of the RLCS qualifiers, he then became Chief sub for this season. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's weird, but I don't know. 
if they do things really upside down, they, then. they didn't already have a sub. Fair play to them, but I mean, it's a really big, it's a really big uh, win for these guys, and also a big win Renegades over Icon in a best of seven. That surely that is a that's a big win for them, especially given that you know, like three days later they got swept. But that'll give them confidence, go, probably going into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Uh... Really, to, you know, going all the way to game seven, these two top teams in OCR are really tight. Uh, really looking forward to how I, I think any of those any of those two teams can win. Uh, just who has the better day? We saw Tainamines AK Icon win last season. So yeah, exactly. Um, and so moving, moving on yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on now, we we to the the 1v1 action of this week so we had so we started off with the four which was so which was part so it's effectively all stuff the sort of the stuff leading up to the the league of rockets games so we had the four this week taking place with scrub killer Kronovi, flakes and ixo uh andy how did it go so flakes uh undefeated it was a single round robin best of five uh, with each still taking second and uh, Scrupula Kronovi Kronovi going uh, with zero wins I don't know why so does Ixo get anything because his thing is yellow so Ixo, on... it, so Ixo yeah. is in the next episode, the next ah, okay I see it yeah I see that now alright mm-hmm. and then so since Flakes uh, won the four he uh, went on to face Fairy Peak in the, the episode six of the League of Rockets games, and uh, that was a really tight series, best of seven going all the way to game seven. Uh, with there were a couple of blowouts here though, uh, Flakes winning 10 5 and 7 4, and then that's last six, game, that, yeah, that's six no win from Fairy Beach, devastating. Yeah, last it game, like Flakes had really lost it at the end there. Last game wasn't really exciting, but we got a lot of Rocket League though. Yeah, Flake's really taken it to Fairy Peak. Uh, it's li- it's effectively just, he's won six so far, six thousand dollars for him. Yeah, so he'll definitely be happy with it. I right, think... so Andy, we'll move yeah. on now. To, we'll move on now to your topic of choice. Oh. Uh, or rather, uh, right, you know what? Talk us through Frag League. All right, so Frag League is organized by this uh, big Swedish uh, organizer called Fragbyte. Uh, they have a lot of money. And uh, I'm really happy that they decided to create a Rocket League tournament. We we all love having tournaments, but this tournament isn't that greatly organized, in my opinion. Uh, well, I think so, taking a look at some of the stuff that's happened. Yeah, so in previous qualifiers... Actually, this qualifier that was uh, yesterday, there was no one that broke the nationality rules, so that's a Wait. positive thing. But that has happened in every single qualifier, and uh, I think several, or at least one team that was like fully Russian was actually a, a game away from qualifying. Uh, and there was another team as well, the that was a game away. So, however, we do have some fantastic news. Which is that, Andy? You've actually qualified for the finals in the in the fourth qualifier. Yeah, 
so we stuff in a in a in a disqualified in a in a forfeit victory. Yes, a forfeit victory. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I I don't know how many teams will actually play in the last qualifier because it's gone. Actually, qualifier five for some reason had a lot of teams. It went like down from qualifier one to uh, the last one. There was only well, seven teams. That's not necessarily uh, a bad thing. No. Yeah, I don't know if if that trend continued. Then no one would play the last qualifier or something. Yeah, exactly. But uh, this, I think I actually shouted out the tournament in the Norwegian Rocket League Discord. So we had a lot of Norwegian teams uh, yesterday, yeah. and it seems who made it. There was so we had Yeeters, Close Bar, Ranked Warriors, and Boomer making it. So Yeeters are a Danish. Yeeters are Danish. Hey, is that uh, is that actually Maestro or is it a different I Maestro? I, I don't think it's actually it's, Maestro. Yeah, it's a different Maestro because he... A different Danish Maestro, let's go. Oof. And yeah, that's a bit confusing. Uh, but we have Ranked Warriors, who are you? Oh, Inferno, Calzavi and uh, Theodore. So Inferno and Calzavi are teaming up right now. It's kind of a bubble team, I guess. Not, not, not even bubble team, I don't know. Uh, they're trying to make it work, and I guess this uh, qualifying for this is good for them. They're LF1, by the way, so hook them up on Twitter if you're a good rocket <laughs> player. So, uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, teams now, 32 teams in the playoffs. One thing that I really like is that uh, every single team in the playoffs will get some free gear, I think. That was oh, on, yeah. That's pretty but uh, I don't know what it is. It's some gaming stuff. That's nice. First thing I won in Rocket League. Right. So, moving on now from the Full Throttle Refuel World Tour, move over to our, our final set. So, we'll start off with the fantasy. So, this week, Sigmoid finishing in last place with 2,662. Andy, not far ahead of him with 2,882. Um... Me, not far ahead of either of you, with 2,993, and then Swami all the way up in the lead with 3,394. I mean, the last, the last sort of full week of league play, I had a, I had Garrett G and Fairy Peak really bringing it home, but Corrupted G, Sipical, and I Ignite just didn't really bring it up. Ronicky did all right, but those three just didn't really step up. Yeah, the, this the week, Sipical change was bad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I didn't like none of us knew at the time that he was going to be ill, which was you know slightly slightly harsh. Um, but anyway, moving into this week, this is the week where the lot a lot of changes come in. So because OCE is the only league running this week, um, so everyone gets unlimited transfers. So I've managed to get five OCE players into my team. What? Uh. See, Andy, I'm. Just, you didn't. You haven't made any changes. No, I think I'll have. To, that's just throwing if I don't make any changes <laughs> now. Because I've been trying to just. I, I don't really care that much about. It, so I just yeah. bit team, let it, let it roll, and it's actually worked quite well, surprisingly. So, actually, the team, the players that got the most points for me this week was the Bricks, even though they lost, but they got yeah, that massive won. game. So, uh, yeah. My team, the entire season has been Cux, Chicago, Tournament, Speed, Remco, and Classics. So, yeah. So, Sigmoid, any any changes? I'll, 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 I'll just I'll just tease tease like the top three players on my team. Uh, I've got Express, Torsos, and CJ. 
Oh dear. Uh, and that, I'm that, that's all, that's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that means the other three are, you know, uh, are a lot tadpole and Alex one six one. Oops! How did you work that one out? <laughs> <laughs> Just the three cheapest players. Um. So I've so I managed to get five OZE players. And got a lot as my sort of you know. Wow, he's really cheap. He keeps the cost down. So I've got Riv from Team Edge. I've got Yeetsy from Justice. Daisu from Team Esper. Frenzy, who's been doing really well this season from One Ne, and then Zen as my sort of big player from Renegades, who's surprisingly cheap at seventeen seventy five. But I think I've got a real shot at doing uh, bringing my score back this week, given that given that how many how few players everyone else has. Uh, so you know, I'm 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 confident. I'm I'm subtly confident. In this one. Um. So final part of the final part of this week's episode, we've got the trivia. I'm pretty sure I won last week's, so it's my my turn to do the questions again. This week, all the questions are going to be, be ba- oh, all the questions are going to be based around stats that you can find at a certain website that is also, you know, the 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 proud owners of the of the podcast. So, you know, octane.gg/stats, there you go. You can find all of these stats on there. Take a look at these, do some, you know, some of your own trivia. But anyway, We'll start off now with question one, so you guys better have your thinking hats on. Um, which of the following players has the highest rating on Octane uh, uh, out of RLCS Europe players on Octane.gg? So we've got so your four options. Oh, so there's a bonus point if you can give me their exact rating. So is it A. Fairy Peak, B. Scrub Killer, C. Cuxir, or D. Kdop? Well, I have my answer. Uh, yeah, I think I've got it. Sigmoid? Fairy. Yeah, I What rating? Uh, <sighs> I'm going to just go one. guess. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Yeah, 1.32. I'm just going to guess that. Uh, 1.44. Well, uh... You're both wrong. Oh. It's actually KDOP rating uh, of one point nine. Um, right, we'll move on now. Two. We'll okay. So we'll move on now to to medals. Which which player has the highest number of savior medals this season in the European RLCS? Is it A? Uh, a a lot. B Ronicky. C Devo. Uh, or D Fairy Peak. Oh, uh, I'm a, I have an answer. A uh, bonus point well. for the number of medals. A lot and nine. Andy. Uh, ooh, I I was a lot. I I'm not sure about my. I'm gonna say five. Then I don't know. And a lot as well. Yeah, a lot. Well, you're, you're wrong again. This time it's Fairy Feet. Uh, fairy Feet with 12. Oof. Right, yeah. can, you, can you come up with a question where there's a bunch of other options, but uh, a lot's the right answer? <laughs> um, right, let's see. Can you, like, uh, we both answer something and then it's wrong, but you say it's right to boost our confidence? You know, now we're looking... Yeah. You're looking. You're making Octane GG writers look bad, you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on now to uh, goal participation. 
in the European RLCS, oh, which of the following players has the highest goal participation percent and a bonus for getting the amount of the, the percentage to the nearest whole number? So your, arch, your options are Era, Ronicky, Cutsy, and surprise, surprise, a lot. Oh. It's not a lot. He's baiting us. <laughs> what are the options again? Not a lot. Don't say a lot. Terra, Ronicky, Cuxir, not a lot. What? Cuxir. Uh, I... Cuxir, uh... percentage. Huh? What percentage? Oh, um... Think how many of them goals? Uh, so they have a goal in. Forty-nine. <laughs> I, I put like the first name that came to my thought when I heard the question was uh, Ronicky. So I'm gonna say Ronicky and fifty percent. This really, this really isn't going too well, is it? The Pharaoh with seventy-one point three percent. To be fair, Ronicky was pretty close at seventy point five nine. Um, was Coxer even close? Cuxia, sixty eight point three three. Okay, Where was these are all the top four. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, right. Uh, so this is who has in the European RLCS question four. In the European RLCS, who has the highest total score? So your options are A. Ronicky, B. A lot, C. Cuxia, or D. Fairy Peak. And a, but the bonus point is for the nearest hundred. Oh. Can you read out the options again? So, your options are uh, Ronicky, a lot, Cuxir, or Fairy Peak. I gotta go with Fairy Peak, to be honest. Well, actually, no. No, no, no. Because they, they got some sweeps. Uh... Who played the most games? That's kind of the... Because it's total score, right? So you want those who really played a lot of games. Right, we read, so, read them all out again. I'm struggling um, here. Right. Uh, Ronicky... Who is it? it was Ronicky... Uh, Ronicky, a lot, Cuxir, or Fairy Peak? I'm saying Ronicky. Um... Uh... uh <laughs> Fairy Peak. Fairy Peak with how many? Oh, uh, uh, total score. Yeah. Oh god. Um. Uh, I don't know. Twenty thousand. Wait, uh, Andy, who did you say and how many? Uh, Ronicky. Isn't twenty thousand a lot? Like oh, I'm trying lot, to. There's a lot of games. No, a lot is Swedish. <laughs> I'm leaving this call. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to just do do the math, do the thing. Uh, I feel like I don't know. Uh, Actually, maybe maybe twenty thousand was a lot. I can't take it back. Yeah, now. because I'm I'm just I'm just thinking three hundred. Uh, isn't three hundred a bit much? Like two fifty score we eliminate per game by timeout, or, or just eliminate them for doing maths? Because doing maths while on a Disney all right, seven k. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, do you want to hear the good news or the bad news? I reckon he's got oh. the score right, but the player wrong. <laughs> what, what do you want to hear first, the good news or the bad news? Bad. Both. Okay, so the bad news is there's no good news. You've both got it wrong. Oh. 
Uh, right, one more question. If no, all right. If you guys both somehow managed to get this, both of, if you somehow managed to both get this wrong, you this win time I'm only going to do three options. Yeah, I win by default. Um, <laughs> right, out of the out of the following, who has the highest per- percentage of their team's saves? So is it a, a bonus point for getting the to the nearest percent of getting the percent to the nearest whole number? So your options are a lot, Ronicky, or Fairy Peak. I've said Ronicky twice now. I can't say it again. But, okay, no, my boy Ronicky. Just gonna. I don't know. I'm throwing uh, right now. No, it's not Ronicky. It's Fairy Peak. Come on. Fairy Peak with what? Uh, what is it? A percentage of save percentage of their team's total saves. Um, 50. Oh, no, it's not that much. Uh, th- 40, I guess. Is, I, I feel like Mouse Sports has made a lot of saves anyway. So I'm not sure it's going to be a lot. Um, I'm, I'm going to stab Andy in the back and go Ronicky with Wait, 40. Now I'm having second thoughts. Oh. I feel like so Andy, 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 five seconds, five seconds. You've got to lock in your answer. I want to I say Ronicky because I know Skrupil's got a lot of saves, doesn't he? Or am I just... Is that time? No, I'm, right, saying, time. Fair, I'm saying Fairy Peak. Fairy Peak, we remember, okay, what percentages? It's got, it's, 42. Remember, 40. it's a whole number, not to a 10. So it could be, you know, 46, 47. 40. 42. Right, I can confirm that the answer is a lot. Nah, <laughs> The answer's very the answer's very yes. weak, which means that Andy is this week's winner with a grand total of one point. This was worse than the DreamHack qualifiers in North America. <laughs> oh. Unlike the scale of throwing. This was uh this was some interesting interesting answers this week. Uh, how did you manage to get them wrong? Because I I thought Ronaki was good at Rocket League. Because you're a beta. <laughs> no. He was second in most of those as well. Yeah. Right. Anyway, with that, uh, with that interesting display of knowledge, that means that Andy <laughs> is this week's winner. So, well done, Andy. Didn't I win last time as well? When oh, I well, last time you were here. Yeah. But that means that next week, if you're about, then you're going to be answering the questions. Um, yeah. However, for this week's episode, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, thank you, thank you to to Sigmoid and to Andy for joining me this week. Uh, join us next week as we'll be recapping the playoffs. Um, as well as, you know, obviously the World Tour and going previewing the OCE playoffs as um, we move into sort of the wait. There's the like a small chance we might be doing something on Sunday. I'm sure you'll hear about it if we if we get it working. No leaks, no leaks. No leaks. But anyway, until maybe Sunday uh, or definitely next next Thursday, whenever the, whenever the podcast goes up, uh, it's goodbye from us. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.